1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up, everybody? It is the CBC Wisdom Hour, number 72 for October ah, 22nd, 2019. I'm Steve Wichel in New Orleans.
0: It's Tony B. coming to you live from New Jersey,
1: Rocktober 22nd. I keep forgetting to say Rocktober.
0: Thank oh, you for man, I'm bringing it up.
1: It's my favorite month,
0: too. And it's oh, it
1: sure is it's more than halfway over. Gosh darn it. Yeah, it's going
0: fast, man. Ah,
1: yes. Halloween season is in the air, though. And uh, especially here in uh, the Big Easy, it's all about... Are people out in costume yet? I don't know. Probably. I haven't been out. Mm. I don't go out anymore. You need to get out more, Steve. I don't go out anymore. I just stay home and I work on Cover Band Central and I go out to the store occasionally and sometimes I'll just walk outside and... Walk around for a minute and then come back <laughs> in. <laughs> That's it. That's all I do uh, I you know I'm working hard on this, dude. There's a lot of stuff I'm doing uh all right, so we're live yeah.
0: very, very exciting time exciting times,
1: too much work. It is really ridiculous how much work I'm doing uh but we are live right now on the Facebook page. Facebook.com slash Coverband Central and also on the Facebook group, Facebook.com slash groups slash Coverband Central. There's like, dude, we get like close to 200 downloads of this show every week. But I don't know who's listening. Nobody's saying anything in the group or on the page. So it's like, I'm thinking it's people that aren't part of the group or the page or they just have nothing to say or both. I don't even know.
0: Phantom listeners, man. People just get gathering the wisdom.
1: I, you know, I guess I don't. I don't know even. I, I mean, I know it's available on all the download sites on iTunes and Google uh, Google Podcasts, and uh, I think Spotify now even we're we're on. So maybe people are just listening and passing. Most people listen. I saw a a poll recently that uh, most people listen to podcasts in their car. While they're commuting, so, so you know, if you're listening in your car while you're commuting, you you don't have no opportunity to comment, to type in because that would be unsafe driving, be commenting on something and typing in your phone while you're driving. We do not here at Cover. Unless you phone, have someone Rick do that for you, you know, you could, you should bring a passenger with you to listen to the show so that they can type in the comments that you want to leave.
0: See, I have to remember, Steve, you were saying, you know, who do you think is listening, right? I don't know. It could be, you know, phantom Mm -hmm. listeners, right? They want to gather wisdom. Right. There was a quote the other day. said, walk with the wise and become wise, for a companion of fools suffers harm.
1: Ooh, I like that
0: quote. Yes. So walk with the wise and become wise. Listen to the wisdom out. Are we really wise, though? Are we? Well, companionship of fools... You know, uh, may not always suffer harm.
1: <laughs> That's good. <laughs> because I've been around a lot of fools, man. So, so Imagine that. Yeah. And I've also suffered a lot of harm, but but maybe not uh, at the same time. Don't be time. foolish with the chicanery. Chicanery. There are so many windows open on my computer here, and I have to close all these things. It's just a cluster. Endless
0: windows. Yes. Um, like endless s- doors, yeah. So, so working hard, working hard on the grind.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I. There's so many things I want to tell you about. I'm trying to think of which where I want to start here, but um, that's why I'm looking through. My... Steve,
0: nothing of great value comes without great effort. That's true, and uh, I
1: am certainly putting forth the great effort. Um,
0: all right. And great to... effort requires great enthusiasm, yeah, passion.
1: Yes, I have that. It great. comes in waves. It's it's tough, man, because I don't have a boss. You know, I don't have anybody telling me what time to show up to work and what to do. I have to motivate myself every day, and it's tough sometimes, man. Because I'm here by myself, man. I got no dog anymore. I got no nobody to talk to. <laughs> Except for you once a week.
0: Freedom. Dude, speaking of which, not to disrupt your train of thought, but I'm about to. Please. Have you seen or watched or heard of The Beware of Mr. Baker? No, I have no idea what that is. Okay, go on YouTube and and, and look it up. It's the documentary. It's this guy, this unauthorized documentary about Ginger Baker. And, you know, the great drummer from Cream and... Is best known for cream, you know, but it's so much more intense than that and you just gotta you gotta watch it. And then once you've seen it, you and I will discuss some things in there.
1: Okay. I'll add that to my hundred things I need to do. But Ginger yeah, Baker Bacon... It's only two hours of your time. Oh that's a long time,
0: man. That's two whole episodes of Wisdom Hour.
1: I know. Ginger Baker I'm trying to find it on here. I know it was recently his Oh, he recently yep. died, yeah.
0: Yes, he did. But beware of Mr. Baker. Okay,
1: all right, I'll, uh, I'll add it to my checklist of stuff to do. <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, but one of the things I'm doing, and I was working, ho- I worked for, I want to say like six hours at least on this last night. <clears throat> I have this article, we've talked about it before, we've probably even gone through the songs, but I, I have uh, 50 songs that you should know, if rock songs, or if you are in a rock cover band or you are a rock cover band musician, songs that you should just know. You don't necessarily have to play them, but if you're playing for any sort of length of time, you should know these songs. And I made this list now like six years ago plus, and it has it has gotten over one million hits on the internet. Um, and each time I share it, it gets a lot of traffic. So I, I've been kind of updating a lot of stuff on the site, putting ads in so we can generate some revenue, and uh, and reformatting basically every article I've written. S- and there's like 60-plus. So, I mean, that's the work I've been doing. Um, but uh, an idea I got for this, and it was, it's kind of like something that you and I were talking about when I was up there um, hanging out with you, um, that you did. So I want to bring this up for that reason and other reasons, but it's, um, I put, made the list, I made a a table, this is what took forever, is just formatting the whole, how I wanted, I knew how I wanted it to look, and I went into this thing called Numbers on Mac, which is kind of like Excel, and then, that wasn't working well, so I just went into Word, and I created a table, and um, put all the songs in there, in order, and then the artist, in the next column, then the next column is uh the year it came out let me find my little chart here so i can do this accurately i had to i always make notes like write notes down and then then i do the stuff on the computer um so yeah title artist year came out the runtime of each song the key of each song and then the bpm of each song so I think, and uh, so I'm going to make this available probably starting Thursday because I still have some formatting of the articles to do. But make it available for that article, and then the '90s Top 50 article too, and do it for that one too, so they're available. And for to purchase, download cheap. Um, but it, it, I think it'll be an excellent, excellent resource for bands out there with that information in particular. If you're, if you're playing those songs already, you probably are. A lot of people probably are, but. Having that information, especially the runtime and the BPM, can really help you formulate your set list and and have your show flow. Plus, having the year it came out can help you kind of bunch um, things together that are are close in in uh, in time. Um, and and the key too, having the keys. And I talked about this before a lot. I I like stringing songs that are in the same key together because it really makes it easy. But didn't you tell me? that you did something similar with the BPM thing?
0: Yeah, no, we made the set list. Uh, I, I put the song, I put the artist, I put the tempo, we put the key, put who was singing it. Right, okay. So we had a quick checklist. But, you know, it only took like you know, less than five minutes to put all that together. It was very easy. Anybody could do
1: it. But But, I mean, less than five minutes to get the tempo for everything?
0: I'm being sarcastic because that's what I was told. Oh. Like, oh, that was – Oh. There's really yeah. no effort put into that at all. Oh, yeah. Very that's easy too. anybody to do that very quickly. Throw it back to the last week. Yes, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very helpful. Very, very time-consuming. I know Incredibly you gotta time go, consuming. got to go – got to find the run time for the song. You know, when you're putting sets together too, like let's say you know you have – you're going to do a 50-minute set, let's just say, for example. You know, that could be anywhere – you know from a variety of songs, depending on if most of them are under four minutes, you know, but then you might have a couple that are a little less, a little more. So it's helpful to know the times because you can quickly add up the columns, especially in Excel. You know what I mean? You just you just highlight it and zip down it, pick the songs that you want, and then it'll tell you what the times are.
1: You know, I should have really done this in Excel, too.
0: You that, should, man. And, that and that if promise. you're not too far into it, you should go back and, and redo it. And stored it again because you will get crushed if you do it in Excel. It's so easy to, to manipulate it, and you know you, you can. It's just more, much more accessible. You can manipulate it a lot better. You yeah, can, because you know, I, search it different ways and stuff. But the Word way is tough because then you have to, you know, you have to make like, I don't know. It would be very difficult to keep it. A, a, track of it that way i I think think you're right i you know i and i was i was thinking that
1: but i was like i got it done man i finished it and like i
0: don't want to go back and do it all over again but now the hard part's over now you just got to input the information you already figured out all the hard things you know you already figured out the tempo you know and that's and like you said dude it's time consuming because think about it every single song you have to spend like at least two to three minutes per song i didn't do that why would you go that long? Well, think about it. By the time you write down, I'm saying when you're inputting it from scratch, oh, you got to okay. write oh, that. Oh, theme okay, song, okay, I see what you're saying. The artist, and you got to go figure out the BPM of it, right? And you got to figure out the key of it. I'm just saying. So by the time you you fill out that that form, that that one row for the song, you spent a couple of minutes on it, right? Between listening to it, time, it, checking the click, you know, letting it play. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. some of it was yeah. qu- quick and easy because the first column, you know, putting in the songs, that was just kind of copying. I-, I had to type them all individually, but it was still just copying from the existing list. And then the next column, the artist, was easy-peasy because I know every artist, so I just went in and typed boom, 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 boom. But, you know, 50, 50 artists I have to type in that still takes, you know, yeah. 10, 10, 15 minutes to do that. Um, and then getting the runtime... Um, the way I did it was, I, I opened um, my my music, my Alexa, uh, my Amazon Music thing, and just searched every song and and it you know lists it right there the runtime, but the problem with with that was it was it was taking too long for me to because I had to scroll through. I could have just typed everything in, and eventually that's what I started doing. But I was like scrolling through, like I had to go from D to R, and like that was taking long. So then. I went to instead I went to YouTube and typed it in and then saw what the first one was and saw the runtime there. But actually no, I was I typed it in to the, the Amazon music thing and saw the runtime there. And if it didn't show up, there were some that didn't show up, so I had to go to YouTube and find them there. So that yeah, that took a long. And then th- but the year it was released, the chi- <laughs> the cheat I found with this it was fun was I just used my Alexa and I was like, Alexa, when did uh Jesse's Girl. When was Jesse's Girl released? And she would say, Jesse's Girl by Rick Springfield was released in nineteen eighty one. You know, what I think that's right, too, eighty one. Um so that so that's how I got the release dates. Um did I even say that? Did I put those in there? Yeah, release dates, okay. Um
0: pretty slick.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that when when I realized I could do that, I was like, ooh, ooh, this will make it nice and quick. So I did that. And then um the uh uh what else was there? Oh the keys. The keys I knew. Is it Alexa's tempo to Billy Jean? Yeah, I know that was not happening. Studio version. I tried that. It it wasn't happening. But the key <laughs> the key was really easy because I know the keys of every song, so I just went and boom 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 put those in. But then the BPMs I started last night and I, I did the um I got the app for my tablet. The simple, basic app is just it's not even like a BPM detector. It's just the tap. You know, you tap it and it tells you where you're at. And um, so I did that. So, yeah, that's super, super time-consuming, dude, because you have to – I mean, I would let the song play probably at least, each song probably at least 30 seconds to get a really good average of what what that tempo was. That's what I'm talking about.
0: By the time you finish it, you spend two to three minutes per song. Progressive presents
2: Adjusting to the Suburbs.
0: I never thought I'd care about gardening until I bought a house in the suburbs. But now I find myself in conversations about liquid fertilizer, and I wonder, am I the fertilizer guy now? No, no way. Everyone knows the ratio between phosphorus and nitrogen, right? Yeah, I'm still totally cool.
2: Anyway, when you save with Progressive by bundling your home and auto, that's the easy part of adjusting to the suburbs. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. You do fifty tunes.
0: You're, you know, you have a couple of hours invested in that. Yeah,
1: yeah. Just doing the like, because I did it by column. So I, the last column I saved was BPM. So I started it last night, and I spent. Probably an hour or so on it, and I wasn't even halfway through and then I did the rest of it today and spent another hour or so on on that because um, you, you have to i mean it's it's not like you know from doing this it doesn't give you an exact number it, it bounces around even as close as you are you know you like and I have pretty good timing
0: um, yeah, and then you have songs as like Italian Restaurant or Bruce you know, where it jumps around tempo right so significantly so. in parts you know what i'm saying yes
1: yeah so did when you when you were writing those songs down did you write those different tempos
0: i did yeah
1: so that takes a and lot the of time.
0: tunes you can tell the speed up as they go you know what i mean right when the parts get more exciting max speeds up so they're with, you know they're playing it live not to a click right. which is you know all the infamous stories about the 50 60 takes on stuff yeah yeah, and you a, know, a lot so, of those... so it's all over the place. So what field do you go with? You know, you have to start it. You have to start Rosalita a certain way, and you have to pick it up as it goes. To, you know, to up to that certain point. Right. It's just you know you, that's a song that you have to feel the nuance. You got to know what the tempos and the feels are, and drive it. Right. You know, yeah. you're not gonna have a click on. It. You know, like you know a starting point. You know, if you're really hard pressed to know tempo, you know, you you can. You can tap in a visual thing. They have It used to be called, there was a, a, back in the day, it was called a Russian Dragon, you know, and you put it on your snare. And it would pick up on the two and the four, you know what I mean? And it would tell you what your tempo is. Right. So you look down and say, okay, that song's supposed to be 122. You click it in where you think it is, and most of the time you're within a beat or, or so of it, you know, up or down. Mm-hmm. 120, 121, 123. You know, you're in the ballpark. You're not coming in at like, you know, 113. Right, right. Yeah. So yeah. So as you're playing, you can easily adjust it. You know, you eight bars comes around, and you're right. You know, you're right where you need to, right where you want to be. And then it may, you may feel like it's dragging because it's, you know, the adrenaline, and you know, you want the song to feel a little faster live in certain instances. You know, right. Love Shack is a good example of that for a cover tune. Right. The the studio tempo is where it's at, but it's a little too slow. It's slow.
1: Yeah yeah I play that live. we always play, yeah, you always play songs a little faster live, but it's good to have that number to know where you where your starting point is, so correct, yeah, correct
0: 'cause I can remember playing originals to a click and and the, the you know the 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 count in starting and saying to myself mentally, you know 'cause you're at the gig, like something's wrong, this is way too slow, right, but then when you listen back to and you watch the video back or you listen to the live recording of it back of that performance it's it's dead on, you know, cause it's sequenced, right. And mm-hmm. you're playing to a click. So, you know, it's, it, it's, it's right where it's supposed to be. Right. So that was, that can be deceiving, you know, and as a young player that as a young drummer, that's something to be aware of that playing with a click is, you know, becomes your best friend very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Once you
1: really, I, I was going to say master, but you never really master it, but once you really kind of get it, you grok it, um, then it's, uh, yeah, it becomes, yeah, like you said, your best friend. But the thing about recordings, too, a lot, like you said, a lot of them were recorded live and not to a click. And even if they are, there's still a fluctuation. Because I I remember trying this years and years and years ago. Uh, Like, I would play a, uh, you know, a track just on cassette or whatever it was on CD. And then try to find the tempo with my metronome. And, you know, feel like I got it. Okay, I got it. But then it would, the song would carry on and it would drag, it would slowly start dragging behind. And it's like you can't, you can't match it up perfectly from unless, I mean, unless it's a, like a mm-t, 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 sorry, like song that, that was definitely recorded to a click.
0: You well, know, you know, it was funny when I played with you in New Orleans and we did Alanis that when we sat down, and st- when I started it with the brushes and Tracy started singing it and Glenn was next to me, he started freaking out because he's like, I have my delay set to 108 and you're <laughs> playing 108 right now. That's funny.
1: One, so one, I should write that down. I didn't even
0: know his name but at that point. I Just sat down and said, "Hey, what's going on?" And he was like, "Yeah!" He was like so excited. That's Glenn. It's that a, a great way to start the set. Yeah, Glenn's a great guy. Man, joy to <laughs> yeah, work it um, Is it 108
1: really? Because that's a song that I have in the '90s list. So you could say I, I, me I one. don't know. I'm trying. Oh, I was going to go by 108, man. Don't mess with me. <laughs> but anyway. Well, yeah, I I made this whole chart and I'm really excited. There there was a guy um in New Orleans that I've worked with before a lot. His name's Carl Boudreaux, and really super super cool guy, great great drummer. Um rock solid and he would have the BPM detector on his like his phone or maybe he had an iPad on the side of the stage and I was standing right next to him and I would look over and kind of watch it Cause, and the reason he did it was just to see that he was staying locked in. Like he wasn't really basing the tempo of the song on the actual recording, but he had the BPM d- detector, so he could just make sure he was playing consistently. And I, I think that's such a pro thing to do, and uh, and fun. You know, it's it's like a game. It's like oh, oh it's dipping too hard. You know, you just kind of push a little. You know, and um, I, I love that. I love dramas that that put that that kind of attention to detail in, in their playing, even for a cover cake. You know, of course, good dude. Good you always have
0: to bring your A game. No matter what gig it is. Yes. Um,
1: So I think this is going to be a very useful tool for people. So if you do listen to the show and you want to go to the website, CoverBandCentral.com, that will be uh, available for you to download probably by Thursday, I'm going to say, because the one is done, and like you said, I'm going to have to transfer to Excel, because... Excel, you can change the order of the row. Like, you can let's put let it. it. Yes, yeah, so let's sort it by key. Let's sort it by date. Let's sort it by, you know, be Sort it by
0: tempo. And then when you're making your medley's or you're creating your set list or you're flowing songs one to the next, you know what I mean? Yeah. Depending how you want to do the segues, you know what the tempos are relatively close to each other, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah. I think you're right. I think I have to. Because you're right. I, I, I got the hard work done, I got the information. I have all of the information From
0: 50 songs So I, it's just a matter of changing the, the, the format I'm using Yeah and then you can also put the comment Like this is the tempo This, But from my experience of playing the song This tempo seems to work better
1: uh, I don't want to do that I, I don't want to interject my opinion I, I want people to just have it as a... And this is
0: the key you should play it And you should sing it this way and not do that <laughs> Buy it you'll love it <laughs> <laughs> do exactly as i say
1: now just ruined like everything, everything Steve, is that is written everything. <laughs> yeah i i think it's just going to be a great resource for people um and i'm 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 hoping that people will will find it and say thank you for doing this because i put a sh- lot of work into that and most people think yeah man that's a great idea but they're not going to spend the time to do that. they're not going to take the time to to do all that work.
0: No, it's time consuming.
1: Yeah, but it's worth it. I mean, if you have like a master song list for your band, I think it's not only worth it, but it's essential because nobody else does that. So you want to be ahead of the game. You want to be above the pack. Um, ahead of the pack, above the game.
0: I don't know. Um, you well, well if you let me know what to, I have do a, the work. A lot of I did that with, so I can probably shortcut you on a bunch of stuff. Me,
1: it's all right, man. I I don't actually mind. It's kind of fun. i don't need commission or nothing i'll just do it oh well in that case (laughs) okay (laughs) if if i don't have to pay you i'm fine um no it's i mean it's it's actually kind of fun it's it's sort of tedious but it's uh, seeing that end result is like when, when i got it done today i looked at it i was like wow this is valuable having having all this information in one spot um because, I mean, yeah, again, most people won't put in that, that kind of work. And you really, really should because it, it'll really kind of elevate your, your whole game and give you so much opportunity to really craft your set into something that that uh, nobody else does. So um, I'm, I'm psyched to have well, that. Plain resource. and
0: simple, the bands that do it are the bands that stand out. Anybody can get up and play the songs, you know? Right. How you entertain the crowd and, and how you piece your show together it becomes a show, not a casual collection of songs with dead air in between and, you know, that gets old. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, from a, from a fan's standpoint, being in the audience, you know, they want to keep going, go, 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 yeah, but yeah. I think it's a happy medium to that, too, though, you know. Yeah. I don't think it should be one song into the next nonstop continuously all the time agreed yeah I mean you Plus have the, to you have to know how to pace stuff. it you're in there
1: no you have to know how to pace it for sure um, and and entertain you're in the entertainment business if you are on stage, you are an entertainer, you should be entertaining and not picking your ass on stage, know what you're doing every single minute, and having the tools, having the right tools, practicing the fundamentals is that's it I mean that's key if you just practice the fundamentals. They're golden and most people don't most people you know what dude most people you just walk around life and you see that most people are just cheating their way through things and, and not following rules and not giving a shit about what other people think and like just drive and you'll see that people blow through stop signs blow through red lights don't use their blinker um, you know cut you off speed tailgate all things that are stupid None to of that do. stuff
0: really happens up here in Jersey. I don't know about where you <laughs> yeah, are. Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> that was the only thing about my visit up there that I was like, fuck, I don't miss this, man, driving around in that traffic.
0: <laughs> like everything... You get used to driving like that, though, and then you're driving like that all the time. Like I... in the morning, people are blazing down the highway You know, at 545 when there's no one on the road, but the average speed limit is going 70, you know? Yeah.
1: I, I, yeah, no joke, dude. I was white knuckling it when I first got there, and I I, I uh, <clears throat> got the um, the rental car at the airport, and you know I'm driving a car that's not my car, so I have to get a little bit used to you know where where everything is and how it feels and you know blah blah blah. And I get on, and I'm on the turnpike, you know, <laughs> like right away, I'm on the freaking turnpike, which already kind of scared me when I when I was driving. When I was living there, driving on a turnpike to me was, made me nervous because, you know, you got the big 18 wheelers there and, and you know, the big gas tankers and, and stuff driving on, on the, the turnpike. So, yeah, that was the first thing. And I was like, oh, I was white knuckling. I was like, I'm staying over in the right lane. I'm doing the speed limit. I don't want to get like I just rented this car. I didn't pay for the insurance. And uh, <laughs> it made me nervous. I, how did we get? Welcome into this? to New Jersey.
0: Yes. Oh, but yeah, people you not following. The rules. Get out of the way if you are not going to be flying. Move. Oh man. So, but yeah, we got. It goes great too. Like in the morning, like I said, when people flying, there is always a cop parked on the shoulder, you know, waiting to pull people over, you know, waiting to jump out. But if everyone, if everyone's going seventy at the same time, all bla all you know, rifling right. past, like it's very was... difficult to pull any one person over.
1: Yeah, you can't. Like I was just going as fast as that
0: guy was. You know, I was just going with the yeah. flow of traffic as fast as the other ten guys were.
1: Right. Just falling i I actually got this has nothing to do with bands, but this is funny. I was t- probably a teenager or teenager early twenties uh, Driving driving my friend and uh we he was driving and we we just got him on route eighty we were driving west I don't know where we were going, but we, we 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 got pulled over and for speeding, and the cop was like uh you know pulling you over for speeding my friend brian was driving he goes uh, I was just following the flow of traffic, and the cop goes, You were the flow of traffic." <laughs> like we were the only car on the road <laughs> on the road busted yeah anyway so but i got into this talking about rules like if you just follow fundamentals and and do practice the things that that the 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 pros do then you're 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 going to do well it's like being a sports team like look at the i know you're not a big sports fan but the patriots are are like a dominating team they won the super bowl last year they were in it the year before um, I think they were. They've been in it a ton of times. But they just practice the fundamentals over and over and over again and they and they that's that's what they key in on and that's why they're a winning team. I mean they have people who execute those fundamentals well, but still it comes down and, and any sports team, any any sport, you practice fundamentals and it's the same thing playing in a band. You know, practice all the fundamentals and then and when you do, it's like to to other people, it's like you're going above and beyond, but you're really just doing what you should be doing. But you'll 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 do you can't not do well if you do things like like this, like put together lists of that and put in that detail and really really care about putting something together that that makes sense and it's going to be entertaining and, and fun. Do the hard yeah, work. Yeah, you
0: know, I I, I it definitely. you know, the discipline and putting in the time to, to, to learn, you know, the craft, but then, you know, the things you listen to also to be influenced as a player, you know, who you're going to become and and, and who you're going to emulate. And it's interesting now, like to, to look back and think, you know, in, in the early, you know, very, very beginnings of playing in bands, you know, we played covers, you know, and I played a lot of cover bands up through high school and then, you know, had an original band formed an original band and did that for, you know, probably a solid, you know, almost 15 years of, uh, you know, recording and writing music and being immersed in it. And in, and in that 15-year period, having the Alter Ego cover band with the same lineup of guys, you know, to play covers. Right, we are talking and then about go that back last week to, yeah. Then go back to playing covers again with Weisenheimer for almost 17 years. And, you know, and then you look back and say, well... What what influenced you, you know? So I see it now that, you know, um, like think back to when you started playing. Like when you were first early on and learning how to play and listening to music, what were like the top th- three albums you would say that influenced you out of probably the hundred, you know? But what would you say were top three That's a great that question. you listened That's to great. a lot? That's a great question. That influenced me as a bass player? Yeah, or just that you listened to like think like I guess it's two fold question. What three albums do you think influenced you as a player, and what three albums did you listen to the most? Yeah, those are two
1: different answers. Um, I think yeah. when I first started playing bass, the albums the the one that sticks out to me right now it w- probably w- it wasn't necessarily the first but it was one of the ones that I played I would play through the entire album and I was playing vinyl records and I would just play play along with it, it was peace of mind Iron Maiden's peace of mind um, from start to finish I would play that album um, and and that's definitely an album I listen to a lot too Um God, what is at Zeppelin? I'm trying to think. I, I mean, there wasn't really a. The first song I ever learned was "Live and Love and Made" by Zeppelin from Zeppelin Two, But I don't really remember playing through that out that whole album ever. Like I learned "Heartbreaker" and 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 whole lot of love, um, but I didn't dig deeper at that point anyway for that album. So I. Boy, that's tough, man. As far as albums are concerned, Peace of Mind is the one I really, really remember playing through from beginning to end.
0: Um, right. So, so there's albums like you said that you played through, or like for me, it was Exit Stage Left. Okay. I remember that's playing, great, playing great. that every day after school. With the drum solo in
1: it, with that YYZ drum solo.
0: No, I didn't play that part. I stopped, and because and, there was always people at my house when, when I was doing it. Like I was never home doing it alone. It really? was always like you know. A half a dozen people would be like, hey, can we come to your house and watch you play? Because they left. And it became like a little bit of a hang. Because I had PA set up. like So we wouldn't play it with headphones. We'd play it through like full-blown, like, you know, pair of 18s, 15s, horns. Sure. Like full PA. Parents are at work. You know, right after school, you get home. It's like, you know, went to Bergen Catholics. So I was home at like 2.30, quarter to 3. So by 3 o'clock, PA was cranked up and, you know, it was we we're off to the races now. Nice. But I think the album that I listened to the most was probably uh, Deep Purple Made in Japan.
1: Wow, another—that's a live album too, right?
0: Yeah, live album, and right. it was killer. Yeah, had all the had all the hits on it, you know. And it, but it was live, and it was like one of the magic, you know. Like uh-huh. the footnotes said something about like it was, you uh-huh. know, one of those magic nights where everything clicks together, and it just you know the jams happened, and it was killer, you know.
1: Yeah, that's not one that I ever got
0: into, or I don't think I've ever heard it even. Wow. How crazy is that, right? That is crazy. You should check it out, man. Really good chemistry. It's probably remastered now, too. All right.
1: Let me put it on my list of things to do. Yeah, made in Japan. (laughs) I've probably heard tracks from it, I would imagine, but I don't think I ever listened to the whole thing. Um. Live albums, like back in yeah, back in those days when we were growing up, and I was first starting to play bass, and I was listening to vinyl. The live albums that the live albums that I listened to a lot were the Who's Live at Leeds. No, Kiss Alive too. No, Kiss Alive. I wasn't really into Kiss until a little later. Um, the Who Live at Leeds was was a major one, brilliant album, um, and the song remains the same, Led Zeppelin. I used to wear yep. the hell out of that album. Um, oh yeah. And and Aerosmith live bootleg was another one that I I listened to a lot. Uh, that had like Train Kept a Rollin and Mama Kin and uh Live After Death
0: Maiden was the one. Live After I Death. Just, yes. No.
1: Scream for me Long
0: Beach. Yes, exactly. <laughs> 22. Sing it. Yeah, that was a great one. That that's one I listened to a lot too. Yeah, I I, I played the shit out of that and I played the sh- I, I destroyed probably two cassette tapes of um Fair Warning. Oh yeah. That's one of the best fucking well, albums and, ever. And made, Women you know? and Children First, those two albums.
1: Yeah, those when I was doing my uh my Amazon Music playlist, I was going through albums of, you know, bands that I like and a lot of the band, a lot of the albums, I had to kind of like, uh yeah, like this song, but not that song, and this song, but Van Halen, Van Halen, the first six albums, I put every single song on my my playlist. Oh yeah, first up to nineteen eighty four is every every song was great,
0: but fair warning, yeah, killer. Yeah, great album, man. Great great record. I w- and then uh, Operation Mindcrime Queen oh, Strike sure. when that came out, yeah. listen to the that wore that thing out too. Yeah, I wore that out too. I wonder if like people,
1: listeners of our little show here, um, think we're only like metal heads Cause <laughs> we always talk about the hard rock bands and stuff, but I actually listen to an eclectic mix of music now, especially, um, you know, back when I was back when we were kids, then I listened to rock a lot. Um, uh, but I still really appreciated and enjoyed pop music. And, you know, I've, I've since expanded into just about every genre of music. So my, my, uh, my Lex is all over the place. Like, I, I was just listening, and it played a maiden song, and then it played an Anita Baker song. Like, okay. <laughs> you can't get too much further away.
0: Yeah. No, it's great.
1: Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, growing up, uh, I was a, a rock guy. Still am a rock player.
0: But you'll get your influences from so many different areas, you know? Whether right. it be marching band, concert band, if you, you know, uh, high school band, jazz band. You know, all those genres of music are important to be exposed to. You know, yeah. yeah a
1: friend of mine in Long Island, um, he's uh, this guy Chris and his wife Chrissy, um, the people I've known for a long time. They have a, a, I think he's 16 at this point, 15 or 16 year old son, long hair, super long hair. He wears like John Lennon glasses, and he plays guitar. And she um, posted a video the other day of him playing on acoustic. Could this be magic by Van Halen from Women and Children First, which is a, a killer song yeah um and he didn't sing but he played the whole he kind of played the melody on guitar through the whole song and it, it was great like his rhythm was his timing was excellent his feel was really good and you know spot on with with notes and stuff and i'm like i'm just so i was so happy about that like hell yeah man my friends are, are doing parenting the right way just like you and and uh you know teaching their kids music you know and and let, we're offering them the, the opportunity anyway and let them run with it if they want to. And this kid obviously wanted to and, and wants to and, and is and is doing really well. So it's so cool, man, to see that. It's so inspiring to see that from our generation passing this down to our kids and letting them take over.
0: Yeah, and let, let the spirit of music continue, you know? Let yeah. them pass it on to their kids. Yeah. You know, if there's a place to make music, let them come make it.
1: Yeah, for sure, man. I'm really, uh, really stoked about that stuff. Um, so, so, I wanted to talk about this, um, because I was doing this, this list, I want to do it for the, the 90s article, uh, yeah, the 90s top 50, and then also do it for this Halloween list that I just put together. Oh, yeah, the Halloween list. So, let's take a look at the Halloween list, and, uh talk about these songs a little bit about uh because i get that i get the um, effect online it is the yeah we need like a echo reverb big reverb thing i gotta work i gotta hire a new sound man um oh, all, right. all right so so i put together a list uh, and because this doesn't exist yeah. out there like... what you okay
0: yeah, I was trying to put a big reverb on, but it didn't work. Oh, oh. All
1: right. So I put together yep. this list because it didn't exist out there, and, and I wanted it. This is something that I've wanted for a long time to exist. Um, and it's just cover band, Halloween cover band party songs. Songs that you can play if you're playing in a cover band for Halloween party or the Halloween season. These are just good party songs that you can play that are Halloween themed. So I, his hair was perfect I, I, I found 25 of them and I this list is available on the website coverbandcentral.com go, you can go and click on it and I not only picked the song uh, you know put all these songs together but I gave you everybody a little bit of a blurb about it like the history of it and then also included the music video in case you wanted to watch it but a lot of these songs are going to be obvious but let's go through them all um, and I didn't put this in any particular order so it's not like ranked or anything, um, but and yeah, no order whatsoever here really. But um, so what I'm going to do before I s- go through all these, what I'm going to do is put together a similar list as I did with the 50 songs, where I'm including the the year it came out, the 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 uh, the runtime, and the BPM for the same reason, so people can utilize this for the Halloween list. The res- yeah, for the Halloween list. So I'm gonna do the same thing for that list so people can uh download it and utilize that as a resource for to aid them in their quest for putting together the killer their musical journey Halloween show. Um so let's uh yeah let's go through these songs and talk about it a little bit. Number one, Dead Band's party. Oingo Boingo. You're
0: familiar mm. with that song, yes? hmm Okay. I've never played it. I know I know it.
1: Yeah I, it's probably not particularly easy to play because it's it's Oingo Boingo and it's um, uh, um, what's his face? <laughs> what's his name? Boingo or Oingo? <laughs> no, the the Danny Elfman. Okay, thank you, memory, for remembering, Danny Elfman, uh, who also wrote the Simpsons theme. He's he's a very good musician. So, and I and I've never really listened to it, thinking about analyzing like how easy would this be to play, but even if you didn't play the whole song if you kind of put all this in um or or put some of it into like a medley it's it's a cool one to do it's it's uh it it's it i put it's uh it's a great choice for this uh, for the halloween season because it's you know because of the context of the lyrics so uh number 2 is thriller obviously michael jackson very well associated with Halloween because of the video. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: right, Michael. Uh, then I did number three, Monster Mash.
0: To the Mash,
1: yes, which is uh, you know another obvious one, obviously, obviously obvious. Um, I came out in nineteen sixty two, and this dude, he, I, it's, I did a little research on every one of these songs and kind of read about the history, and he, he. Uh, this guy Bobby Pickett wrote this song in 1962 is when it was released and he just thought it was a kind of throwaway novelty song it's funny how many hits like really mega hits people say that like oh, I just it was a let uh, we needed another track for the record and I just wrote this song real quick and it turns out to be the biggest smash um, right so this guy uh, th- considered it just a novelty song and became ubiqui- ubiquitous what do you mean? Uh, for Werewolves of London Warren Zivon. Yes, and that's a great one for a cover band to do because you can throw in the whole mashup with um, the, the Kid Rock thing, like Kid Rock did, yeah, with All Summer Long and then Sweet Home. So you might already be playing Sweet Home Alabama at your gig, and if it's Halloween gig, might as well throw in Werewolves of London in there somehow, and uh, you know, because it's the werewolves for Halloween. Uh, somebody's watching me. Remember that one. Oh, yeah. That was a one-hit wonder
0: by Rockwell, 1984. Yes, Rockwell. He always feels like somebody's watching him. Right. So, again, maybe
1: not do that whole song, but throw it in a medley. Um, I put a spell on you, CCR. Do you ever see um, uh, the movie Hocus Pocus?
0: Is that the magic movie? It's a Halloween movie. Really, I don't think so. What's it about? It's Bette Midler,
1: Bet Midler, and uh, Sarah Jessica Parker, and this other girl. They play the Sanderson sisters. They are witches from the past,
0: and they are uh, oh yeah 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 uh huh okay. now yep I got it.
1: So there's a scene in the movie where they're at uh, everybody's at, at this club, and there's a man playing, and then Bette Midler starts singing "I Put a Spell on You," and it starts right. slow, and then it gets into this sort of dancey thing, and it's. It's way different than the actual original, but it's a really cool way to perform that song for Halloween if you if you find something that's in a similar, like, if you're playing songs that are in that similar groove, you can put that song in there and play it like they did in the movie. Um, I mean, you can't play exactly like they did in the movie because there's a lot of arrangement uh, um yeah, no, it's very liberties cool, yeah. that they took, but but you could still kind of adopt that idea and play at that tempo. It's, it's it's really cool at that tempo. Anyway, uh, number three, and w- when I, I so I, I oh you know how I got this list by the way, and I, again I should I got to credit Alexa. What I did was I just said Alexa play Halloween party tunes, and every song that played, I just wrote it down. So I mean anybody can right. do this, you know. I just happened to be the one that did it. um I want candy by Bow Wow Wow. That's not one I would have thought of, but candy Halloween. Yeah, yeah. I've played that, um, and I put like pr- I put in here. Pro tip: This could be a song to include a short drum solo because it's very low tom, yeah, yeah, very percussive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, number eight Ghostbusters. Who are you going to call? Number nine Superstition. Black um, like cats. Yeah. And also a song that you might already be playing anyway. So just do that. Uh, Number 10 is Spooky. Um, Classics 4 is who put this out, but the Atlantic rhythm section is the one that made it popular in 1979. Spooky little girl like you. Uh, Number 11, 11, uh, Zombie by the Cranberries. Just because it's zombie. Zombies. Again, a song you might be playing anyway, especially if you have a female singer. Twelve, don't fear, fear the reaper by Blue Oyster Cult. Mm-hmm. Um, good song, and you could also do Godzilla. I didn't put that in the list here, but Godzilla is another one because it's a monster. Feed my Frankenstein by Alice Cooper. Uh, it's from the movie Wayne's World. Sympathy for the devil, just because it mentions the word devil. That's a good cover song to do, Rolling Stones. Uh, Devil Inside, In Excess. That's mm. a, that would be a fun song to do anyway. Even Yeah, that's, that's a good tune. Yeah. Um, My favorite of theirs is, is, is a new sensation to, to do in a cover band. New Sensation is... Yeah, like, that is a better tune. I don't understand how every cover band is not doing new sensation because you can't help dance to that song. You know? Live, baby, live. It just comes right in. And the oh, yeah. groove is killer. Um number sixteen I put the, the theme to the movie Halloween, the the uh the nineteen seventy eight Halloween.
0: It's and... good for his broken string and guitar needs to do something. Sometimes you do take a leak. <laughs>
1: well there's there's a there's a whole bunch you can
0: riff on that too big time
1: yeah there's a whole bunch of bands um videos out there on youtube of bands covering this like doing the 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 main theme with guitar and then like you said like riffing on it and stuff and there's a lot of cool cool videos of, of bands doing that so that's why i would put that in this list because i think it's uh it's an option if you have a band like that um uh, Seventeen Ghost Town by the Specials. I didn't even really know this song, and it's a it's a weird song, and that's that's a a, a big maybe on that one, if you're uh, if you want to get all kooky. Um, Eighteen Bad Moon Rising, CCR. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a, it was featured in the movie American Werewolf in London, The Howling Three, and Twilight Zone. The movie, so it's kind of and. Uh, Shows Supernatural, Walking Dead, and Teen Wolf. So it's very associated with Halloween type of things. Uh, Dragula by Rob Zombie. Because it's kind of like Dracula. That's good tune, yeah. With a G. Uh, Scary Monsters by David Bowie. Obviously not one of the more popular David Bowie songs. And I didn't really know this song either. Uh, but it's an interesting choice if you want to be a little different. Uh, Time Warp, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yep. Obviously that's kind of a Halloween thing. Running with the Devil, just because it says the word devil. Uh, but it's a, a song that rock bands out there might be doing anyway, so you can kind of incorporate it into your Halloween thing. Uh This is Halloween by Marilyn Manson, which was uh that was actually a remake of the by the song written by Danny Elfman from Oingo Boingo for uh the film The Nightmare Before Christmas. So it's very Halloween. Thing. And then the last two I put Were the theme songs of the two TV shows And one you already mentioned or No, you didn't mention Did you mention it? No, somebody else mentioned it What two TV shows would I be talking about here? Stump the Drunk uh, The Monsters The Monsters, yes um, and da-da-da-da. Da-da-da-da. Oh yeah,
0: Adam's Family the, the, It just came out with the movie Adam's Family, right
1: so those are two uh theme songs you can kind of incorporate into um a, a medley or you can play the whole thing or whatever but but there you go twenty five twenty five that's a lot of songs that like if you did them all that's gonna cover more than half of your night if you're playing a Halloween gig or or whatever but I, what I would say is just just throw them into your set sensibly you know don't do them all, do your thing whatever it is your thing is but 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 for halloween celebrate the fact that it's halloween and put, and pick some of these that you can do well and you you know and you can pull off and and will be and will fit with whatever you're doing but it's nice to have a selection of things to choose from so so there you go that is my selection of things to choose from for halloween anything i missed that you could uh think about think any about?
0: song from the band halloween
1: yeah nobody's going to know that <laughs>
0: No, I just didn't know if you had perused any.
1: No, I didn't.
0: <laughs> no Dio?
1: No well, I mean Dio wasn't like Dio is kind of like dark wizard, you know Yeah, uh, no, Alice Cooper's that. more Halloweeny, like you said. Well, that's just because of the name of the song is uh Yeah, but he's he also might, very Frankenstein. Halloweeny. Yeah, he dresses like a, a, a like
0: a, in a I think it's a good good
1: set solid
0: Halloween set right there
1: well thank you so I'm gonna make that available well that, the articles available already on the website so people can check it out but
0: um, now you could also don't forget Bark at the Moon by Ozzy oh
1: yeah that's a good one I didn't think of Bark at the Moon shame uh-huh. on me for not thinking of Bark at the Moon shame on you oh Jakey Lee I used to play that song a long time ago it's a fun yeah. song to play man
0: Super difficult guitar solo. Yeah,
1: that was Jakey Lee at his prime, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, but even fun on bass. That's a fun song to play on bass. Um, That's Rudy, right? I mm, I don't think so. I don't think Bark of the Moon was Rudy. I think it was uh, uh, Bob Daisley, maybe. Uh, I don't think Rudy Sarza did that, though. It, actually, the only thing that Rudy Sarzo did recording-wise with Ozzy was uh, "Speak of the Devil," the live, speaking of live albums, and that was an, another one that I li- used to listen to a lot too back then. That was with, right. that was the the Sabbath song, the live album by Ozzy with doing Sabbath songs, and it was Rudy Sarzo on bass and Brad Gillis on guitar, and yep. t- uh, Tommy Aldridge, maybe on drums. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I used to listen to that That's right. More. It was right after that that Rudy quit. Couldn't do it anymore because Randy, he wasn't enjoying it because Randy was past. Is that right? Yep.
1: Because I actually met yeah. I met Rudy Sarzo, and that was a question I asked him about that album. Um, but he And he might have said that. I was a little drunk. But I, I remember he said that they had no idea that it was going to be recorded
0: at the time when they were playing that gig. They just, you know, it just right because I have a live, I have a live video on VHS tape. Brad Gillis, Ozzy, Rudy Sorzo, Tommy Aldridge, and they're playing all that, like the Mister Crowley and Tommy Aldridge is a giant drum solo with his hands, and you know, and it's uh, they do Crazy Train, they do like you know they do a ton of tunes, and I remember it was right after that era, like I don't remember what year it was, but it was then Randy had quit, and then. Then he went to Quiet Riot, and then he went to Whitesnake. So he had a good run. are yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's... Uh... But he said he lost his best friend, and he was supposed to be in the plane with him that day, that morning, but he didn't go. And uh, he said he had no more joy in playing th- those songs without him. Right, yeah. And he said, I do this for joy, not, you know... And he said, "I no, just couldn't. No, I'd move on." Mm. That's how duty. did it.
1: I uh, yeah. I wrote since since we last spoke to i I wrote I, I published like a, a few articles uh, that went for the funny because it turns out people like to laugh. Did you know that? Yeah. Go figure. Yeah. Um, so I I published. <laughs> I don't really even know where this idea came from. It just kind of came to me, and then a couple others came to me, but the headline... This, here's the headline. I, and I wanted to make sure I wrote a headline that was funny so people would click on it. So here's your headline. Bar patron yells, Freebird three times in a row, summons ghost of Ronnie Van Sant.
0: Hmm.
1: That, that, that sound funny to you? It's like Beetlejuice. Instead, It's, uh, it's Freebird. Freebird, 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 and... The ghost of Running Ron, shows up because the joke is about the people. Ch- You're supposed I to laugh. It, at this I song. know. All right. Maybe it was in the delivery. Um. What else you got? <laughs> Eager woman wants to request song but can't remember title or artist. <laughs> you yeah. know, you know, guys, it's that song. You guys know it. It's that. It goes da da doo da doo
0: Got it. Three, four. Just start playing some. Right.
1: And then the other one, that I wrote was, "Dude, request song from cover band." Minutes after it was played, no repeats. He just he didn't realize it. And when I published, when I posted this thing, everybody's like, "That just happened to me. That happens to me all the time." He was all just thinking
0: time. about the song the whole time it was playing. That's why he forgot.
1: That's what happens. It does subconsciously get into people's heads and like. And they're just like sitting there talking to their friends, and they're like, and then, uh, then another song comes on, and
0: they think, <laughs> "Hey, I want to hear that song that I just you heard." There, where someone come and be like, "Dude, you guys know blah blah blah?" we will be like, "Oh, sorry, man, we just played it." Yeah,
1: we, we literally just played but it, we, man. but we really didn't just play it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: what I'm trying to get at. Right, know that song, yeah. Oh, dude, we just played it. You just get here, yeah. You just missed it. That's that. Yeah. Well that's if you don't want to
1: play it, I guess.
0: No repeats.
1: Right. I, I, I would have uh we, we we did a lot of repeats here playing in New Orleans <laughs> all the time. I, I, I played literally
0: dude played Jesse's Girl three times in a row once. No, but that was the standard line because like people would come up and be like, Hey dude, can I sit in with the band or can my friend play such and such a song? And it was already on the list and we had already played it. You know what I mean? Say so right. hard to handle. Right, I remember a guy comes saying, "Dude, I want to play hard to handle. It. I can I, I kill it." Right. We already played it. Well, we'll just play it again. Tell the guy, no, sorry, no repeats, man. Yeah, no repeats.
1: Move, <laughs> Move along.
0: Move along. <laughs> Nothing to see here. Don't know you. Like, gotta love that. Like, dude, my cousin's in from town. He's a really good guitar player. Way much better than your guy. Can he come up and play? Oh, you don't say that. Much better. Yeah, than Yeah, dude, your guy. for sure. <laughs> like, go get him. We'll bring him right up. He told me that before. Yeah. <laughs> but you don't say that, man. Really good. Much better than you're like, guy.
1: you guys suck, man. Can <laughs> I get up there and play?
0: Can I show you guys how it's done?
1: Yeah. And then they does. Inevitably, anybody who says that is not
0: good at all. <laughs> yeah. That's like saying, hey, man, you guys sound really good. Yeah, I know. Thanks. <laughs> guys too. Yeah, I think I said, yeah, I know.
1: Yeah, we know we're good. That's why we're up here.
0: You guys sound really good. Yeah, I know. I'm in, you know, since you haven't played in a couple weeks. Right. Not bad. Right.
1: Speaking of not playing in a couple of weeks, I haven't played in uh, now a gig in now two months. And that is the longest I've gotten in a long time. And I got a call yesterday to play Friday. So I'm playing Friday.
0: Nice. See? I'm
1: cool. playing at, at a club I've never played cool. at. Yeah, I'm playing at a club. I've never played at on Bourbon Street called Bourbon Heat, and it is from 4 o'clock p.m. to 10 o'clock p.m. Wow. Six hours starting in the early or or late afternoon, I should say. But it is Friday, and it is Halloween, so I'm I'm excited to be out and about in the quarter and uh, see people in costume and all drugified. That's going to be cool. Yeah, so I will talk about that with you next week and with everybody next week. Um, we are wrapping up. Thank you for listening uh, all the way through if you do. And if you're not part of the whole Cover band Central world, please join. Facebook is facebook.com slash Cover Band Central. Go to the website, com. New stuff added all the time, daily. Check it out. Sign up for a profile for you, your band, or both. It's free. And, um, Check out all the other stuff we do. Two, two.
0: Thank you, everybody. Rock up.
1: Rock on. Happy Halloween. Halloween. Halloween.